This is two guys, one basement. Let's get it. Cody Fultz, and I'm sitting across from Dawson Peterson, and you're listening to Two Guys, One Basement. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! How's it going today? <laughs> good. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. It's, it's fantastic. Good. It's good. I'm doing well too. If you're, oh, if you're no, wondering, I didn't ask. No, I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, let's uh, let's get into some of our stuff here. We we got a bit of stuff. We got a lot of stuff going on in the NBA right now. A little bit going on in the NFL. And some MMA stuff right at the end here. Um, but yeah, let's get into the NBA in 60 seconds. Okay, I'll time it. You going to get ready to time it? Yep. <clears throat> Again, so the rules of the NBA in 60 seconds, they're kind of fluctuating. But what we're going with right now is try to get out as many as I can in 60 seconds. And if I can't get through all of them, I'm just going to keep talking about them afterwards. And we're just going to call that one a failure. Yeah, it's selfish. <laughs> All ready? All right. <clears throat> And And here comes NBA in 60 seconds. Three, two, one, go. Karis LeVert goes for 51 points against the Celtics, and before you ask the question, he plays for the Nets. James Harden makes his mark in the history books this week by getting the first quadruple duffel of this decade, finishing with 30 points, 10 boards, and 14 assists, and 10 turnovers. So does it really count? I don't know, but I do know that Harden is still fat. Spike Lee, oh, excuse me, Giannis and LeBron met up this week foreshadowing a possible finals matchup. The Lakers came out on top with the final score of 113 to 103, but who really cares because Giannis is going to be the MVP. Spike Lee claims he's done with the Knicks for this season after he is told to go back outside and come back in the main entrance. This marking the first time in 28 years that Spike Lee hasn't come in the back door. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Patrick Beverly was quoted saying it's no challenge when asked how hard it was to guard LeBron on Sunday. This comes directly after LeBron dropped 28 points, 7 boards, and 9 assists while Beverly finishes with an unimpressive 2 whole points. And am I the only one that sees a problem here? And that's it. One minute and point three three seconds. I'm counting bad. I'm counting that a success. Not bad. That's a win. It's still over by point three. Point three three seconds. Yeah. Stopwatch doesn't lie. I I think it does. So which <laughs> ridiculous take do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about uh, Karis Levert. Do you even know who that is? Um, not personally. No. Well, obviously. <laughs> Never but, met the guy. But but. Um, I have heard the name, and that's about it. I I didn't even know. So he was. is it? Do they pronounce it as Karis, or do they say it fast and go, Chris? I I don't know. Is it kind of like a J. Rue Holiday, where it's a Drew Holiday? I think it's just pronounced Drew Holiday. That's possible. Do we, but, but, figure, but, out, do we ever figure out his uh, brother's name? No, I don't think we did. I think it was Andy. I bet his last name's Holiday, though. Yeah, Andy Holiday. I doubt it. I, this does not, not sound no, right. No, it's not Andy. No. Drew. Um, but no, I I had no idea who this guy was. Um, I guess the big guy, or the big names on the Nets I knew of, obviously, is Kyrie, KD, uh, DeAndre Jordan, Spencer Dinwiddie, and that's really about it. Who? Cool. 
Dinwiddie? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I meant, I don't know those other four guys. I actually have a Karis LeVert jersey. No, you do not. I sure do. What team? The Nets. Really? Yeah. It's really? No. I oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, you're so full of it. Okay. No. That makes more sense. But yeah, no, but hey, good for him. What was it, 50 points? 51. Huh. And I kind of got to kind of take back some words I said. I was saying how... I don't think many people can score 50 points oh, yeah. on, on a night like that. when Trey Young was, hit his 50-point night. Got, I got to kind of take back some words, bite my own tongue there. Yeah, that, no, so I think that really kind of goes to sh prove that uh, almost anybody in the league can get 50 points if oh, yeah. they just have a really Here's good night. Here's the thing. Oh, well, that doesn't work. I was going to – hold on. What? I'm going to ask you – where he went to college. Oh. But I spelt it wrong. It didn't even pop up. So I was like, he doesn't even pop up on Google. But never mind. Um, okay, where'd he go to college? Oh. Okay, where'd he go to school? Okay, you gotta, you gotta help me out here. Oh, yeah, I'll give you a hint. Right. It's the Big Ten. Big Ten. Big Ten. Uh, Wisconsin. Close. No. Really? Oh. It's not Wisconsin. It's close. Kind Fl of. In distance, or? Um, yes. Is it in Illinois? No. Is it in Michigan? Yes. Michigan State. No. Michigan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was Michigan. Michigan, yeah. Go hey. Big Blue. There we go. Yeah. We've got a lot of Michigan guys coming <laughs> through our podcast lately. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 50 points. So that's like... 51, yes. Or 51, 51 when uh, Corey Brewer had 60 couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think they might have lost. No, I don't think they lost. But he had 60 points. And everyone's like, what? Corey Brewer had 60 points? I think they were more like, oh, what? Corey Brewer? What? The, Timberwolves, the Timberwolves won? Yeah. Yeah. That too. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all I really have to say about that. But uh, move on to the James Harden thing. Uh, what? Do, how does that hit you? 30 points, 10 boards, 14 assists, and 10 turnovers. Is um, that really a... Do you count that as a quadruple double? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Really? I mean, it is. It's not cool, but it's still a quadruple double. Technically, yeah. Well, so technically it is. Well, it, it is, four but four stat like, categories that are in double digits. I think it should be off of positive stat categories, though. Positive for the other team? For your team. <laughs> positive for you and your team. How about that? Because, you know, it's like... If that's the case, anybody can get a... I mean, if you can get a triple-double, you will, can get... I will say it is hard to commit 10 turnovers, unless you're trying. I don't think it is. <laughs> I've, unless you're I've gotten trying. close. Well, I've I gotten mean, close. Unless... As an NBA player, you shouldn't be anywhere near 10 turnovers in a game, of course, right? You shouldn't be. Five at the most. Yeah, but, but there are nights where teams will... Or players... Well, it's even hard because it's not like he had an off night because he still had, what, 30 points? 30 points, 10 boards, and 14 assists. So he had so, a good night besides the turnovers. Did they win? And I, uh, you're asking some hard-hitting questions. I I, no, no, they, they didn't. Did. They didn't. They're on a three-game losing streak oh, right now because they played against the Hornets, and they lost to the Hornets, who have nobody. Devontae Graham, where'd he go to school? Uh, no idea. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Uh, it's my favorite college team. Oh, I know this. Uh, no, I'll, I don't. I'll give you another hint. 
Oh, oh, the Jayhawks. Yeah, the uh, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. 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 It is Kansas. Yeah. Kansas. I didn't know that. Devontae Graham, by the way, is turning into an outstanding player. Really? In the NBA, yeah. Hmm. It, like, what's he? What's he averaging? I don't know what he's averaging, but he's filled in. Well, not completely since Kemba Walker left. Yeah. And he's been like, okay, Devontae Graham, he can. He, he can, can play. play. Yeah. He can play. You yeah. think you think the Hornets will keep him or try to move on and use I don't him know as what a the Hornets are gonna do. You know they're a terrible organization, it yeah. feels like. It really just doesn't feel like they're well run at all. Because yeah. they haven't been I shouldn't say this since my favorite team is in the exact same boat, but it just doesn't seem like they've been relevant in a long time. And they had some pretty good players. You know who they have in their front office, right? With the one and only Second greatest player of all time. Mm. <laughs> Tim Duncan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, Michael Jordan. <laughs> what school did he go to, huh? Where'd he go? Ken- Kentucky. Kansas. No. Duke. No. I'm. Oh, it's the Tar Heels, right? Is it? Yes, yes, yes it is. Yeah, I knew God. it was the blue jersey. I knew it was the Oh, my light God. Blue. I knew it was the blue jersey. Because I remember seeing a picture of him when he was, like, super young and skinny, and he was cutting off the uh, net. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the net is attached to? The rim. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did the rim go to college? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> Gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. But, no, um, back to... Back to James Harden. Um, I just, I I don't know what to say about it. It's like, obviously, he has a triple-double. He played well. Mm-hmm. But he was just trying to play too risky, I feel like. you know. I don't even think you really uh, analyze it or overanalyze it too much. It's like... He just got... It's like he had 10 turnovers. All right, sweet. He had 10 turnovers. Oh, and by the way, he had a triple double. So that makes it a quadruple double. Yeah. Oh, loser. Yeah. And then <laughs> probably three games from now, he'll have a 50 ball. Yeah. So he's he's a great player, but I think he can be targeted pretty easily by teams. Um, he could stand to, to lose a couple pounds. Oh, that too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude's, dude's got the dad bod rocking yeah. hard. Uh, oh, good one. Yeah. Hard, yeah. <laughs> oh, hard, yeah. yeah. Not intentional. Yeah. But, uh,. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, you're right. I just don't really over. You don't think it's it impressive much. at all? The ten turnovers? No. Yeah, I think no. it is impressive to get ten turnovers. Like I said, you shouldn't be anywhere near five. It's impressive in a joking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's impressive for the Hornets. You know, good for them. Like that's if you make one player have ten turnovers in a game. The thing is, and it wasn't even like at the last second of the game. There's like five, six minutes left in the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for him, though. He didn't come into a turnover after that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, What's next? Well, uh, Giannis and LeBron. Okay, can we do that last? Can we uh, transition into, like, speaking of horrible franchises? <laughs> yeah. The New yeah. York Knicks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, that was good. Yeah. Um, after a lot of controversy with uh, people telling, saying that the owner should, I think his name is James Dolan. James Dolan, yep. Uh, saying that he should sell the team because he sucks. Uh, Spike sell Lee. Sell the team. Sell the team. 
Spike Lee had a big mishap type of thing where he claims that he came in through the entrance he's been going in for the last 28 years and that the he was he was stopped and they told him hey you have to go back outside and you have to go through the MVP entrance. Well what they said er, was or cheaper not the MVP uh regular entrance just the No, it was a VIP entrance. There we go. Very important person. Well, I know what it means. <laughs> they were saying, because he was on a first take with Stephen A. Smith and yep. uh, Max Kellerman, mm-hmm. and he was explaining that he went through, which was the employee entrance on 31st Street. Mm-hmm. I thought it was 33rd. It was the 30-something. It's in New York. But uh, they said he went through the entrance, got in the elevator, security said, Spike, you need to leave. And he goes, no, I'm not going to leave. And he said, you need to leave Madison Square Garden, go around to the front, and go through the main entrance. Well, it, it was actually, they said the VIP entrance, like where everybody else, all the rest of the celebrities go oh, through. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. And then he's like, no, I'm not going through there, which I don't even know why they had this happen. Mm-hmm. And Spike even said this. He goes, if this is like a policy change or something, let me know. Like, mm-hmm. I completely agree with him. If it's just a change of policy, let him know. And he, he would have been like, all right, yeah, that's fine. I'll go through that one. But he said, he makes a good point where he goes, I'm not, you can't leave a sporting event and then come back through. My ticket's already been scanned, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's a good point. Whatever, good whatever. Point. And then he was, he sounded at least reasonable about it where he goes, if it's a policy change, just let me know and I'll know it for next time or tell me when it happens. And then mm-hmm. there was something about, some exchange at his seat with James Dolan, and I didn't really catch the full details on yeah. that. And I just think Spike Lee is right. He should be done with the Knicks for the season. I disagree. I disagree. You don't think he should be done with them? Well, I mean, I think he should be. Be. I just don't think he's right. I think anybody that follows the Knicks, you have the full right to just walk away. They're garbage. Mm-hmm. They're, you know. Um, it's just... I... You know, obviously everybody watched the Spike Lee interview on First Take, whatever. But I think the lesser talked about thing is the uh, letter that was sent out from the Knicks saying how it was just absolutely laughable that he's trying to make this super dramatic. Now, I really, what I really think it is is that he doesn't want to be at the Knicks games anymore right now, at least for the season. They're, the, they're not the worst team in the NBA right now, but... They've been garbage for a long time, and if he can find any scapegoat to get out of that franchise and like stop being like their big super fan, because think of any other team, there is nobody, maybe Drake, maybe Drake, who is a bigger super fan to a team, mm-hmm. and Drake isn't even like that close. <clears throat> like Spike Lee is up here, Drake is like half. Well, what does Spike Lee need a reason for? He's Spike freaking Lee. Well, yeah, but he's he's just been. A super fan for so long. I you think know, James Dolan's just an idiot, and well, he should sell the team. That's very possible. But the thing is, is like, why does he have to go through the the workers' entrance anyway? Why couldn't he just go through the VIP entrance? And and well, now you're just taking like hearsay, like because Spike Lee is saying, "Oh, they never told me." Whereas James Dolan and the Knicks organization is like, "Hey, we told you about this. We asked you to stop doing this a while ago." A while, well. He's been going through that entrance for like 28 years, he said. Well, and that's possible, but it's like, and I, I believe it, but it's like, if they say, hey, 
we just want you to go through the VIP entrance like everybody else. Like we yeah. respect you, whatever. But well, I think Spike's argument was if you want me to go through the main entrance, just tell me to go through the main entrance and I can do it for next time instead of coming up to him in the elevator and confronting him and making a big deal about it. But and but that's where it comes James into Dolan like the... out on the floor over at a seat talking to him or something. Well, and that's where it comes into like a. Uh, I hear say like he said she said because the Knicks organization is saying hey we told him about this before we said hey please go into the the other entrance and he still goes through like the the workers entrance you know that's the thing that gets me is it's like it's so hard and I'm, I'm gonna side with the Knicks here just because I feel like everybody is trying to just kill them for everything that they've done within the last year and this is Spike Lee's way of getting out of being known, like being known as like the biggest Knicks fan. Well, he's the, still gonna be known as the biggest Knicks fan. Well, not if he doesn't way. show up to a game in the next year or two. I mean, no, he still pretty much will be because nobody's gonna. The Knicks suck. You need yeah. to understand the Knicks but, suck. But the Knicks might the get franchise better. sucks as a whole. Everything about them is bad. And then at some point, everyone will follow suit and be like, you know what, Spike was right, I'm not going to come back. And then the attendance is going to go down, and then Dolan's going to well, lose money, and the franchise will just get even worse. And then at some point, they will get sold, which, well, I don't know, maybe they should, maybe they shouldn't, whatever the case may be. And there's things in their front office that obviously we aren't mm-hmm. knowing about. But as far as we know from the product on the floor, is it sucks. And who says that this isn't Spike Lee's way of trying to force James Dolan out of his position? I don't. He's not forced him out at all. He just well. Well, you think about it. If Spike Lee comes out and says, "Hey, James Dolan, you're a dick," yeah, everybody knows to... that, though. Well, yeah, but the thing is, is if, if Spike, you know what Lee... James Dolan did to a fan? What he he's walking through the tunnel after a game, and a fan who's just like sell the team, like right above him, mm-hmm. like you're the owner, put yourself above he. He looked up and he goes, kick him out of the game, and he's not allowed into Knicks games ever again or something like that. He was either ever again or the rest of the season. (laughs) Because he is that big of an ass, the owner of the team. Like, take your stupid ass through the tunnel and grow up. You guys suck. (laughs) You're doing something wrong. You need to figure it out. And it's, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not trying to say James Dolan is good, bad, or otherwise. He obviously kind of seems like a dick, but... I think that this is kind of a scapegoat that Spike is using to get at James Dolan to sell the team. And then once James Dolan does sell the team, he's going to start making appearances at the games again. Well, as he should. As he should. Because, because J- his problem because is Because the first step in getting better as a franchise starts from the top. That's it's James yeah. Dolan. I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily hundred percent true. Yeah, it might not be hundred percent true. That's how I look at it, at least. I think in it's that just... organization. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That that's the next. Yeah, because this guy just seems kind of like a dick. You know, just doesn't. I don't know. And he's made plenty of money off it. I I believe I read somewhere that he bought it at X amount, and it's now worth like two billion dollars more than what he bought it for. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. The exact date when he bought it, bought them. he bought the Knicks, but back in like before Jordan's days, the NBA and whatnot, it was the league almost shut down. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think you would. He didn't own him. I don't even know how old James Dolan is, but the league for a while back then, before the Jordan days, was awful. And yeah. Then, but I don't know. He's. I think he's an awful owner. I think he doesn't present himself like he should as the owner, especially mm-hmm. when he tried to kick somebody out. Like you want to look at good ownership, you need to look at. Mark Cuban and the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, I love Mark Cuban. They might not be the greatest team in the world or whatever the case may be, but he sits courtside with his team, celebrate with with yeah. the team. He's present with the team. It's, it's like... He's living like what a kid's dream of like, yeah. oh, I wish I could go sit courtside with the Dallas Mavericks all the time and go hang out with them and whatever. He's living every little Dallas kid's dream. Mm-hmm. You know, he is and... Yeah, no, absolutely. But um, speaking of people that just uh, kind of talk too much, you know, uh, oh or just God. not, you know, just just not very good at their job, uh-huh. uh, Patrick Beverly, he was quoted, or he was asked uh, by a reporter after mm-hmm. the game against the Clippers, what is the challenge like Versus guarding? Plays yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. excuse me. Uh, the Clippers were playing the Lakers, and he, uh, he was asked, what is the challenge like guarding LeBron James. And he goes, it's not a challenge. <laughs> because because the, the reporter's like, is it hard uh, uh, when LeBron switches, blah, blah, blah. No challenge. No, no challenge. challenge. No okay. challenge. Uh, what? Is that why he's been a multiple-time MVP, uh, considered the first or second greatest basketball player of all time? And the thing that just gets me is he, he has no, like, no vision of like, hey, he just he just beat you. Like mm-hmm. pretty good. He had twenty eight points, seven boards and nine assists. That is a great game. Yeah. For anybody. You yeah. know. Is let alone a thirty five year old dude. I will credit Patrick Beverly for being a hard nosed dude and taking on the role of being a hard nosed defender. Yeah. Because that doesn't happen a lot in the NBA. But, I like that too. And I like I get what he's saying. Like, oh no, no challenge, no challenge, not hard at all. Like, I I don't know what the per- I was thinking of this while we were kind of preparing for the episode. I was like, I don't know what his percentage of guarding LeBron was during the game. How often he did. What were the results? You know. But like if, if he if he was guarding LeBron for ten of his shot attempts and LeBron had made eight of ten or something, I'd be like Patrick Beverly, you need to. Like, I get it, you're a tough dude, and you're known as a gritty defender and whatnot, but come on. But either way, you, Patrick Beverly isn't even the best defender on the Clippers. No, he's not. So, so LeBron wasn't, obviously wasn't on Patrick Beverly the whole time, or Patrick Beverly wasn't on LeBron the whole time, whatever it worked out to be. If LeBron had Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, or I want to say Montrez Harrell, but... Adam, Adam. He's not. He's not that. He's not a good as, of a defender, I believe, as oh, yeah. Patrick Beverly. But you know, if uh, either Paul George or Kawhi Leonard were on him, you have to count all those points in because they're better than Patrick Beverly defensively. Yeah. I don't know if not the now the mindset. Patrick Beverly has one of the best mindsets in the National Basketball. Uh, association, yeah. <laughs> it took me a second. I was going to say while organization. You're, while you saying it, I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but he just doesn't have the physicals that Kawhi and Paul do. So, 
So you have to assume LeBron was being defended by those two, and he still ended up with 28 points, nine boards, and seven assists. And the win. And the win. And the win. And this silence, whatever, I think they said he was shooting 34% versus the Clippers in the previous two games and 17% from three-point range. And tonight, or today, I don't know the exact stats, but he had a phenomenal fourth quarter Mm -hmm. and put the nail in the coffin late in the game. Like, he showed up, and I just think after a game like that, Patrick Beverly just needs to... He just needs to shut up. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, and obviously <laughs> you have to have pride in like what you're doing in your game and your defense. But man, if you just get roasted like that by by that team, you can't keep talking. You're just well, going to make like yourself they, look dumb. They didn't lose by like forty points, but but they still lost. But they were asked about. He was game. asked about LeBron and how he guarded him, and you know, no, no challenge, no challenge. Oh, come on. Patrick Beverly, come on. And I can promise you now, once you get into the playoffs, if the Lakers and the Clippers meet up, which I, I really which I'm believe sure they, they will. will. I really believe they will. Um, LeBron is going for Patrick Beverly every chance he gets. But the great thing about that is, is Patrick Beverly is going for LeBron. And we're going to see but a who do crazy you, series. But who do, you, who do you think is going to win that battle? LeBron. Well, LeBron's going to win Patrick it Beverly. nine times out of ten. Absolutely. But because you know that they have a history and whatever, whatever, and it's the Clippers and the yeah. Lakers, we're going to see and, yeah. a series that likely will go the distance to six or seven games. And oh, absolutely. Uh, if if they can't make it to six or seven games by themselves with their own physical whatever, the league is going to do everything they can to make sure that they go to six or seven games. Like what? Uh, it's been noted in the past that uh, when the refs come together for their meetings before the games, uh-huh. if a certain team is ahead, X amount, whatever, they're going to start calling more of the calls that, like when the Warriors were up 3-1 over the Cavs, mm-hmm. the, it was noted that the refs were talking before the game saying, all right, Let's call more. What do you mean it was? What do you mean it was noted? Like it's known. It's a it's a known thing. I didn't know this. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was listening to uh, not to plug any other podcast, but uh, one with C.J. McCollum of the Trailblazers oh, or of the Blazers uh, or what the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. It it's it's we're not going to tell it to you guys because we don't want you to listen. Was to he it. just <laughs> mad that no he was Warriors lost? No, no, he was just talking about it as like. Because it came up that the games a lot of times go to six or seven games, and he said, "Yeah, it's because these refs they they get together, and the NBA says to the refs, hey, notice or you should start calling a little more of these calls. If like the Warriors were getting away with traveling more than the Cavs, <laughs> give me, I don't give know. me a different one. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Not traveling. I don't know. <laughs> but you get my point. Uh, I get it." So, but so the NBA, I don't know. I I believe it because it just it seems so crazy that for four or five years the finals was going to six or seven games every year. Now well, it's obviously the finals. Well, yeah, but that's not going to happen. What do you mean it's not going to happen? That's not going to happen every year. There's there's going to be a year where one team 
there's going to be a year where the Warriors are so clearly well, better the, than... What about the year when LeBron lost to the Warriors like 4-1 or something? He didn't lose. He, I don't think he ever lost 4-1, did he? I don't know he didn't. It wasn't very good. I'm going to look it up. I think every... Hold on. All right. Hold on. But either LeBron, way, James. I think there's definitely going to be a year, or there absolutely should be a year, where one team sweeps another team. But I don't think the NBA will ever allow it type of thing, you know? They're going to try to squeeze as much money out of it as possible because the finals is just, that's their biggest cash cow. You know, they're going to milk the hell out of it. Uh-huh. You know. All right. Hold, hold, on. hold on, hold on. Hold on, got to do a little research. NBA finals last 20 years. 20 years, Jeepers. Well, I don't think I go back that far, but I just wanted to. Who won the finals 20 years ago? For sure it was the Lakers? In 2000? I'd believe think. it. I'd believe it. No one's just giving me scores from today. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. All right, here we go. There we are. This is way more than... This goes back to 1947. Oof. When the... Jeez. Oh, the Chicago Stags... <laughs> Oh, the, the, the what? <laughs> lost to the, <laughs> lost to the Philadelphia Warriors. Huh. Yeah. Minneapolis Lakers in there. Yeah. Five uh, championships. Okay, let's move on. Okay, you asked about two thousand. Yeah, it was the Lakers beat the Pacers. I knew it. Hmm. Yeah, that that was the uh, first three peat. All right. I thought I thought the that Jordan. Had a three-peat. Well, he did. He had two of them. Oh, you're talking about for the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was like... Or not yeah. first. Or wait, 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 wait. That was the Lakers' first three-peat. Is what you're saying. Yeah, with Kobe and... Yeah, and Shaq. Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, and then they won two in a row in 09. Yeah. Okay. First and only three-peat. Okay, what about 2014. Spurs and Heat. Mm -hmm. LeBron was in it. Mm -hmm. Spurs won 4-1. Okay, well, I was said the last five years. 2015. Okay. Warriors and Cavs. Warriors won 4-2. Well, it's six games. That's <laughs> True. six games. Okay. You know? okay, okay, okay. 2017. Warriors and Cavs. Warriors 4-1. Next following year. Warriors and Cavs. Warriors 4-0. Did they really go yes. in 4-0? And it was like, oh, LeBron's awful. I thought they at least won two games. That was the last one with, that with the LeBron Warriors went to. Yeah. yeah. And then next year, Raptors, Warriors, and that went 4-2. Yeah. And I, I'll back up a little bit, and I'll say that. So I think. <laughs> he thinks. He I, don't, thinks. <laughs> I don't think that has any truth at all. I think it has some. That's okay, sure. maybe some. But I don't think they're doing it to the point where it's going to teams alternate a game that it's going to alter the outcome so much. I think because at the end of the day, the players are still controlling the outcome, so to speak. I think you definitely have to recognize, though, that some of those games might be it might be instead of going four one in a series, they might go four zero. They might sweep them in a series if there isn't some of that. I don't know what you want to call it, but I wouldn't call it cheating. It's definitely not cheating, but 
Well, we're just talking about the finals, right? Yeah. Well, playoffs in general. Man, eh, I don't think playoffs in general. Well, eh. There was, I can't remember what I year will, it was. I will definitely say in the finals, mm-hmm. when you're watching a game, and if it's, say it's Warriors and Cavs, it's in Golden State, you know the Warriors will get the majority of the calls. But that's why that finals win, where LeBron pretty much single-handedly almost beat them twice when they were down, were they down 3-1 or was it? They were down 2-0, and then LeBron came back and tied it twice. 2-2. It was him and Delva Dova and God knows who else. Mm-hmm. J.R. Smith or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't know how much truth that, that how, thought really has. How much of an impact it has? I don't think... It has that much impact? No. Yeah. No. Well, um... So to kind of back up there, we were talking about um, Patrick Beverly, and I was saying it was no challenge. We we got off track right yeah. there. It's all right though. Um, but you you love LeBron, and I think that's why you're arguing this a little bit. What do you what do you think about the LeBron Giannis MVP race right now? LeBron, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. You're, no, i okay. <laughs> But you think I'm just gonna note this? LeBron could win the MVP every year, but people get so tired of how great he is and how great he's been. The only he wouldn't have won it last year, of course, because he was hurt most of the year. Lakers didn't do mm-hmm. the squat, mm-hmm. right? But every previous year before that and this year, LeBron could be in it every single year. I think he's in the race every single year except for last year. And there are definitely years where. Okay, last year and the year Russell Westbrook got his 53 triple-doubles or whatever it was, everyone knew Russell Westbrook was going to get it. What about the year that Harden got it? What about it? Do you think that LeBron earned it that year as well? What year was that? I'll look it up. Yeah, Um, look it up. I will. I just think people get so... They take how good he is for granted. I agree um, that, you know, it, it can kind of get overshadowed by a lot of other things in the league. But I think mm-hmm. that's because if you just harp on how amazing this dude is, everyone is going to hate him. It's like the Patriots. Everybody talks about how the Patriots are the greatest dynasty of all time in any sport. And that, you know, they're, they're just the best. So everybody's like, we don't care anymore. Well, but they're just mad both accounts are true. I agree that the Patriots are the greatest dynasty ever. What did you say about LeBron? He I didn't was, say anything about LeBron there. People, you no, you're you're saying they're gonna hate him because he's oh, so. If he, yeah, if he wins it every year, which I don't think he deserves it, but if he wins it every year, you know that's it's gonna be the same thing. His reputation, people are just gonna hate him with a passion. Like they do I the just Patriots think, right now. I'm not saying he might deserve it every single year, but he should always be considered and always be the front runner almost every, well, maybe not the front runner every year, but he should be, he's always in the discussion. Always. And I think at any given point. And I still think if they wanted to, they could give it to him every year. Uh, I honestly think so. I disagree. Because, 
so what I'm going to bring up here is, so obviously <laughs> Russell Westbrook, he won it. He won it in 2017. Mm -hmm. He won that. He, with the most triple-doubles in a season ever, he broke the record for most uh, triple-doubles in a career, I believe, didn't he? Not in a, yeah, in a season. Oh, was it in a season? Not in a career. Either way, he had a bunch of triple-doubles. Um, Russ won that one. Mm -hmm. The next year, Harden played, and he won that year. Uh, he also had the scoring uh, title. Title, uh -huh. yeah. One second. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, in the year 2018, James Harden won the MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well-deserved, I thought, because the dude went crazy. He was, the year before, he was doing really well, too, but Russ won it because of the triple-doubles. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> James Harden was scoring 34.5 points, 6.4 rebounds, and 7.4 assists on 43% field goal percentage and 35% free throw, or three-point This is the 2017-2018 season? Yeah. LeBron, oh, wow. that oh, same okay, year. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Had 36.9 points, so it's about 37. Or, oh, 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 excuse me. Minutes. Minutes. Oh. Whoa. Sorry. Was Harden's, Hardens wasn't 34 then, was it? Or was it? Hardens was, <laughs> yeah, Hardens was 34 okay. points per game. Thir 34 and a half points per game. Uh -huh. LeBron only had 27.5. Uh, oh, boy, they have this really goofy... He had 54.2% field goal percentage. Doesn't have the free, or rebounds. Here we go. He had 8.6 rebounds and 9.1 assists. So 20, 27.5, 8.5, and 9. As compared okay, so 27, to, 8, and 9. Compared to the 34.5, 6.5, and 7.5. You can make the argument both ways. You could. <laughs> you could, but if we're gonna go with most, okay, okay. Now let's now let's who team the way the teams finished. Oh, who now you're asking a lot from me. Let's uh, look up 2017 uh, NBA standings. Popped right up. Right on. <clears throat> Rockets 65 and 17, yeah, and the Cavs good. were down there. Let's find them. <coughs> Excuse me. That was the year the Timberwolves made it into the playoffs. Oh, nobody asked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the Cavs were 50 and 32. Okay, so James Harden gets it that year because um, he has a better team. The better team. Well, oh, but is, the did he have a better team? Did he 2017 have a season? Oh, no, he had. That. That Cavs roster in 2017, was it? 2017-18 season. That was right before he came to the Lakers. That was a really bad team. There's no doubt that was a bad team. And, they, and they went to the finals, right? 2017-18? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they made it to the finals there. This... Oh, this just is gonna. This just it. transitions into the argument. But, of but the MVP where LeBron is, should be in the greatest of all time conversation. But, but the MVP isn't a, isn't a playoff 
award. It's a regular season award. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, Harden so, went so 65 and 17 or whatever. But you can't, you can't bring up that, oh, well, LeBron went to the finals. Who, who cares? Well, you know? yeah, I know. But, like, he. I'm just saying that he took a bunch of nobodies like he has done in the past and brought him to the finals. I'm just noting yeah. that. I, I also because the Rockets then, went 65 and 17, and the Lakers or Cavs went 50 and 32. That's why Harden won it. But then, what did the Rockets do in the playoffs? Uh, I think they lost. Well, they. I think it was the Western round, Finals, think, wasn't it? Was it Western Finals? Uh, against the Warriors. Oh, it would have to be the Warriors. Well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but now I want you to think about this. So you say that LeBron. Carried the late or the Cavs to the playoffs. Yes, into the every finals. Year. Every team he's on, he carries them. But think about this now: James Harden led the best team in the league, sixty-five and seventeen, uh-huh. with Carmelo Anthony, uh-huh. Tariq Black, uh-huh. Eric Gordon, R.J. Hunter, Markel Brown, Demetrius Jackson, Vincent Edwards, Brandon Knight. Should I should I go on with a bunch of names Was you don't Chris know Paul on that team? Pretty sure Chris Paul was Pretty on that sure. team. Yeah. Carmelo was, Anthony, no, no, no. Carmelo Anthony only played, well, I guess that just proves your point then. Carmelo Anthony only played for the Rockets that year for like 15 games. Yeah, he and he didn't, he did not benefit the team hardly at all. So here's some I of the bigger names. Chance. Uh, Trevor Ariza uh-huh. is decent. Solid. Eric Gordon, Solid. Clint Capella. Solid. After that. Did they have Chris Paul on that team? They did have Chris Paul. They had Chris Paul on that team. But superstar, Chris Paul, Chris superstar, superstar. Okay, he had one other superstar, but so LeBron had K Love. What about K Love? K Love is no yes, way. He is. No, yes. K Love is a superstar with the Wolves when he was averaging twenty and twenty every night. He's still a great player. He he could be contending for an All Star. He needs to leave and go somewhere else. Oh, absolutely. He absolutely needs to go somewhere else. Yes. But when he was playing with LeBron, he's not considered a superstar. Well, yeah, because you can He's only... not considered a superstar anymore at all. Anymore, but I, I feel like... He that... was a superstar then. Nope. I think he was <laughs> yeah. overshad- an overshadowed I mean, yeah, he superstar. got overshadowed, because but I don't think was, he's a superstar was their, at all. There was their scapegoat. They couldn't blame it on Kyrie. They couldn't, because he was gone that year, wasn't he? They can't blame it on anyone. It always gets blamed on LeBron. It's it, always it, it blamed, blamed on, on LeBron. But, but it's always Kevin, blamed on LeBron. Kevin no Love matter the team, terrible... no matter the team, it's always whatever team LeBron's on, if they lose, it falls back on LeBron. And LeBron, for his whole career, has graciously took it and said, yep, yep, no, it falls on me, whatever, 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 whatever. Whatever, 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 whatever. Yeah. LeBron has never, he's always took it on the chin. I don't know. I don't think he really has an, an option to not, but I also feel like K-Love had a really, really bad rap when he played with LeBron because of LeBron. Like, when he when he went to the Lakers, everybody was talking like, oh, nobody wants to go play with LeBron because they're going to be the scapegoat to LeBron. When LeBron doesn't play well, oh, his teammates aren't doing enough. You know, uh, and I, I feel like that that thought came up because Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, they were playing right alongside LeBron, and they were getting told like, "Oh, you're not playing, you're not doing good enough, you're not an All Star, you're not this, you're not that," and you're sitting right next to LeBron, and it's like, okay, well, he's not doing his part in X Y Z way, 
Like, why are you just putting it on us? And I, th I think that's because of Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. And, like, it was, that thought was really extent or really kind of voiced when Kyrie went to the Celtics. Because Kyrie was, wanted to. He wanted his own team. He wanted to get yeah. away from LeBron. So, I don't know. Well, it's look a, where he's at now. Yeah. I don't know. He, maybe he'll do well next year, but. Because he thought he was being treated like the little brother. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, I, I agree, I guess. Yeah, and, there's, and that's, the, that's the point <laughs> I'm kind that? of making. There's that one-hour interview, I don't know what game it was, but they talked to uh, Kyrie, and they're like, has LeBron uh, acted like a father figure for you or whatever? And Kyrie's <laughs> like, what? Father figure? What are you talking? And then he said, the only father is my dad, of course, and I don't know what his dad's name was, but, or is. And I bet it's <laughs> Mr. Irving. <laughs> to you Whoa, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to you it is. But uh, real quick, Kyrie Irving College. Mm, Duke. Oh yeah. I'm a genius. Oh. I'm a genius. Uh, I'm just gonna note, like 20 minutes ago, you didn't know where Michael Jordan went. What you <laughs> said all night, you said, "Oh, I knew it was a team with the blue jerseys." It was the light blue jerseys. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's actually well, Carolina blue. Carolina blue. Mm -hmm. Oh well. It's a blue. Uh, but to move on <clears throat> from NBA, since we have beaten a dead horse, it feels <laughs> like, with, with those conversations. Uh, we said we were um, going to try and keep this one under an hour. Yeah. It's 45 minutes now. Oh, we got 15. Yeah, we can get still, through uh, it. We can't we rush can it, We can get through Whatever. it. All right, so... What is what is your your favorite night to watch football? Whatever night the Vikings are playing. Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> but it's goal. Goal. That should be our intro music <laughs> oh, right there. Oh, I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. Um, no. So like, if you had you got to choose what night the Vikings played, what would it be? Um, I. I like them on Sundays. Really? Yeah. I love I love Monday. I like And I think I think that is a pretty common feeling throughout the NFL fan base. And so what does CBS do? They offer Tony Romo uh -huh. eighteen million dollars uh -huh. to be the well, announcer. For ten years. For ten years. Because oh. for ten eighteen million or $180 million over the course of 10 years, so then it's $18 million a year. There's Google. Anyway. <laughs> I got I to make me. sure. He doesn't trust me. I, I already looked sure. it up. I got to make sure. Um, well, oh, oh, whoa. You were right. It was per You're year. You're dang right. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was seventeen and a half. Yeah, million. Yeah, 70 plus... Um, some incentives and stuff could add up With to perks. 18. Perks. Yes. Okay, yeah. perks. Yeah. So he's right. He's yeah. right. You just wasted it. <laughs> so now this is this is absolutely ridiculous because there is no other N or NFL analyst. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's even any sports analyst that has ever made this amount of money. No. The closest one was John Madden. Guess how much he had? Like. And accounting for inflation, he only made about $13 million a year. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Uh, how, what do you think of this move? Well, I think 
Well, the interesting thing was CBS was prepared to sign Peyton onto a deal before Tony Romo. Really? Yeah. Which I think Tony Romo probably would have just went to ESPN then. Well, do you think they that those two would ever combine or get together and Tony have, Romo and have a little yeah and have a little sports analyst baby type thing on uh, Monday Night Football? No, what because you, one of them needs to be the play-by-play guy. Yeah, and they're both former quarterbacks, and it would be yeah. I think that would be analyst. a very interesting kind of setup, though. You get to listen to two or one for sure Hall of Fame quarterback, and then one guy who played for the. You're not gonna you like know, the, this. The Cowboys. You're not gonna <laughs> like this. What? Tony Romo's a Hall of Famer. He probably is. All right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he probably is. Much, but, but I hate it. I don't like him. I think Tony Romo is goes down as probably one of the toughest quarterbacks to ever play the game. Would you put him in front of or behind Brett Favre in that aspect? Uh. Probably in front of. You're wrong. You're totally. The man played with a punctured lung. Brett Favre is a punctured is no, lung. He probably didn't even know. A punk. Well, he yeah, but still. He's, he's just like, oh, I'm getting really fat. <laughs> he can't breathe. <laughs> I'm getting really fat. No, but the toughest quarterback of all time in my eyes, or I shouldn't say of all time, because obviously I didn't watch football in the 80s, 70s, 60s earlier, mm-hmm. but. The toughest quarterback that I got to grow up watching, hands down, Brett Favre. The dude was like, what, 103 and still playing football? And he was getting targeted. People were literally destroying this dude. And he was hucking up the ball, just tossing it. Just tossing it. Yeah, I will give you that. Brett Favre is the toughest quarterback of all. And I, oh my gosh, why has nobody tried to sign him as an analyst? (laughs) Well... Do you think, think he would be good? He would be a good, I think, uh, third guy. You know how, um, yeah. you know, Pat McAfee? Yeah. And he came in did, and he's starting to do more like college football and XFL stuff. Mm-hmm. He'd be a good third guy, I think. That's kind of like the comic relief. Still analyzes, but still. I think his, his uh, slight country twang, yeah. his, his southern, southern twang. accent. Would really get yeah get the listeners to yeah, probably tune in probably, but that's why. Well, now ESPN is prepared to offer Peyton Manning more than Tony no. Romo. Yeah, really. Yeah, that is that's ridiculous because he's. I mean, you don't even know if he's going to be good. because ESPN wants. Um, Peyton Manning and Al Michaels in the Monday Night Football booth. Yeah, you know who Al Michaels is, right? Well, obviously. Do you? Absolutely. Right. Where'd he go to school? Yeah, I was waiting for it, yeah. <laughs> no clue. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, no, uh, I I think it would be absolutely ludicrous to sign Peyton Manning Lud- to, <laughs> to sign Peyton Manning <laughs> to anything even close to Tony's. Why? Because I don't like Tony Romo because he played for the Cowboys. The Cowboys suck, but the Cowboys always think they're so great. And Tony just kind of had a... I don't know if Cowboys think that. I think it's Cowboys fans. Cowboys fans always think they're so great. Jerry Jones does. You know he does. Whoa. He's he's such a cocky, old man-esque. He, when he's he bought the team in the 90s... He is an old man. What? He is, there's no cocky, old man-esque. He is an old he man. Is, <laughs> he is. When he bought the team in the 90s, he looked old. 
very old. Yeah, well. I feel like him and Betty White are like the same age. Betty White's like 94. I feel like he's 95. Look it up. You said same age. <laughs> okay, he's I'll take a guess. I'll take a guess. Uh, Over under on Jerry Jones' age, 94. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> under 94. Okay, okay, more reasonable. 75. Or no, no, I'm going to go with 80. Over under. So what's the over <laughs> on, Over under Gee, on. Betty White's change quick here. <laughs> over under on Jerry Jones' age, 80. I will say over. And I'll be specific, 84. How, how old do you think you say that again? I say over 80, more specifically 84. You'd be wrong. Really? 77. No way. Yeah, I, huh. I absolutely would have gone over and said 2 million years old. The dude <laughs> wow. is looks like he could be deaf. Yeah. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? No, it was Bob Kraft that had the little, little incident at the prostitution. Yeah, thing. yeah. I feel like Jerry Jones definitely does that too, though. Looks like the kind of guy that would do that. <laughs> he probably was with Bob Kraft. <laughs> yeah, he showed Bob Kraft the place. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, back to our analyst thing. We got like, we're we get off track pretty quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But no, so Tony Romo making about $18 million a year for the next 10 years. It's $180 million if you couldn't do the math. And minus the taxes. I have no idea what the taxes look like for that. That's too much money for me to understand. Yeah, yeah. But so so uh, what did you think of, um, who was it, Michael Thomas that was talking yeah, about him? Yeah. I think it's just ridiculous what he said because he said he claimed that no analyst should be paid more than ninety percent of. Did he the say? NFL can you Google players. that quick? I almost think he said ninety nine percent of the players. Just put in Michael Thomas quote because I don't remember what he said. To be specific, uno momento. That means. Two seconds. <laughs> no, no. No, I, I disagree. I don't think it does. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints. Nolans. Nolans. The same team that has choked in the playoffs for the last three consecutive years. Uh, they did not choke... I don't think any year, honestly. This year they kind of did when they lost to the Vikings. They should have won that game, but they didn't. Either way, not the point. So <laughs> he tweeted, I believe he tweeted, uh, thank you, that's why we shouldn't sign the new CBA agreement. No way the announcer should be making more than 90% of the players. So he was kind of taking a shot at the new CBA which we talked about last week, which I don't believe has been signed yet. Yeah, I don't Still know. kind of going through the process. And he took a shot at Tony Romo. I think it's the dumbest thing ever. You can't compare those two jobs to one another. That's like, people say this argument all the time that people in, in the military should make more money than people in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously. Yeah. But it's not the, they're not employed by the same people. You I don't know. know what Michael Thomas is complaining about because he averages twenty million a year. 
Exactly. Like, why does? Why I mean, does yeah, he I get care? it. He's sticking up for everybody. That's fine. But, but they're two different <laughs> professions, two, and it's the exact same comparison of saying, "Oh, people in the military should make more than people in the NFL." Well, yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. I, there's no doubt there. I'm not going to deny that. But they're not employed by the same person. You can't be like, "Oh, you're both employed by this person." And this person should pay the people in the military more. No, it's not the like, same thing. I get it. You know? I get it. It's, it's not the same, and it's just it's not the same. It's job. Two totally different CBS spheres. CBS and everything else. isn't paying a single NFL player for right for an, doing analyst stuff. They're paying ex NFL players, but they're not paying the same people on the rosters. It's and you know why? Different job because they want to have. Good quality content on CBS mm-hmm. every Sunday and whatever days they broadcast, which is typically Sundays, and mm-hmm. they want to keep on Tony Romo, who has in the past been very likable by viewers mm-hmm. and whatnot, and he gave him a number, I assume, what he wanted, and they said, fine, we can afford it. Mm-hmm. And so now they keep him on. And so Yep. And it's that's just the price you got to pay for what you really want, or what they felt they needed to pay for what they wanted. Yeah. So, I. Now, speaking of people being paid entirely too much, <laughs> Dak Prescott was offered a deal worth $105 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But what did he do? He declined it. <sighs> He's an idiot. Now, is this alleged, or is there proof Well, of there was the report that that was the deal offered and said he declined it, so now the Cowboys' next option is... Tom Brady. Franchise tag. Tom Brady. Franchise tag. Tom Brady. Well, Tom's okay, I'll give you this. I'll give you middle this. Middle name I'll, Brady. I'll give you this. Tom Brady would be cheaper. Long term, yeah. There's no long-term with Tom Brady. Well, that's what I'm saying. Wherever Tom Brady goes, he's going to sign a three-year deal two, max. Two, yeah, two-year three max. He signs a two-year deal worth $20 million a year plus 20 to $30 million a year. And, yeah. So, the Cowboys, though... Why would Dak not take this? Offer was it five year contract or four year contract? Do I don't. You know? It didn't say. Didn't say. But either way, hundred. <laughs> you would have to imi- imagine it's a five year contract, twenty million a year, twenty million or twenty one million a year. You'd have to imagine it's a five year contract. Maybe, and I, I'm willing to bet he is getting caught up in the numbers and wants to be the highest paid. Because uh, what is Kirk getting per year? Was getting eighty four guaranteed, I believe, uh, over four over four years, three or four years. I think it's three, because over four years is what? That would be twenty one million. I think it's three years because they were saying twenty eight million would be. Okay, uh, it's a three year contract. Kirk is on a three year contract. Because I think they were saying the. Hundred ten million guaranteed for Dak was the hundred five million would make or hundred five million would make him the highest paid quarterback over like ever eclipsing Aaron Rodgers or something. Yeah. So that would mean, what is that per year? Because because if you probably so because 
I don't know if they're going for the overall deal, like overall guaranteed money, because I don't know what Aaron Rodgers' deal was. If it's over three years, that's $35 million a year. I think that's what it was. Is it? Whoa. So Kirk Cousins, who has been famously considered the most overpaid quarterback in the league, which is wrong, by the way, he gets paid $28 million a year. He's mm-hmm. on a three-year contract. He's coming up to his last year. Yep. Which they're probably going to sign him again. Yep. I can 100% see. But not the point. Uh, now, I want this to happen because I hate the Cowboys. Uh, and I don't want Tom Brady to go there. I don't he's want... not. But he's going to. No, he's going nobody's, to. He's nobody's going. talking about it. Everybody's talking nobody's about it. Nobody's talking about Michael it. Michael Irvin is everyone. Michael... <laughs> so he's talking about it. That is everyone's talking about it. Oh, my it's, God. It's going to happen. And Michael I Irvin, I don't want it. the former cowboy, the, who's the, rooting for his team the, the, to the get Tom like, Brady, the undisputed, in my eyes... Goat, of course he's gonna yeah. say Tom Brady's going there. But he's not. He's it's not. Happening. And I hate it. I can't. I can't lie. I hate it. But it's gonna happen. We'll move on from that. But uh, no. So I think it's really dumb of the Cowboys to even offer that right now. Well, because there's so many quarterbacks in the league right now. I hope they don't. Or I hope they do franchise tag him. Because the the way the franchise tag works is basically they can say. There's two different types of co- er, uh, tags. Uh, what is the first one called? It's exclusive and then non-exclusive. Mm-hmm. And the way the exclusive franchise tag works is that um, if you sign an exclusive franchise tag, or they give you an f- exclusive franchise tag, they have to give you the average of the top five paid quarterback salary. Which would come out to be like uh, $29 million. Something like that. And it's a one-year contract, mm-hmm. and the, that player can no longer talk to any other team. Right. If it's a non-exclusive uh, contract, they have to do the same price, but if another team comes along and says, hey, we'll pay you this much, that team has the right to say, okay, well, we're going to pay you that exact amount, and they stay with that team, the original team, but if they say, oh, we don't want to pay you as much as this other team is offering you, that other team that's offering them that money has to get or can sign that player that was franchise tagged to that deal. And then, but they have to give away two of their first round picks to the original team. Yeah. Really? And, and the only time this has ever happened, super rare, is the Panthers did it. I don't remember what year, but the Panthers did it sometime. So. If the Cowboys were to franchise tag Dak Prescott, that would mean he's paying paid like twenty nine some million dollars a year, and they're going to go exclusive, because you're not going to take two first round picks over your potential great quarterback. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I just think it's really dumb considering how many great quarterbacks are in the market right now. And how many quarterbacks that are potentially better than Dak? Name anybody other than Tom Brady. Ryan Tannehill. No. Phillip Rivers. No. Yeah. Are you kidding what? me? You think Ryan Tannehill and Phillip 
Rivers, yes. the guy with 30, almost 30 interceptions and 30 kids is better than <laughs> Dak Prescott? I do. I do. No way. Because Philip no Rivers, Rivers can... Jameis Winston. Jameis. 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 Winston. Whatever. He's better. No yes. way. Yes, oh, my God. I, especially with this LASIK surgery, he's better. You got it this offseason. Yeah, yeah, and now he's going to be better oh my than God. Dad. No. Teddy Bridgewater. No. Yes, he... No, he's not. No, he's not. Okay, I, can't I don't know what stat it was or where it was. I'm pretty sure it was this ESPN Instagram page. Don't quote me on this because I don't quite remember. It was like quarterbacks over the last however many years or highest paid quarterbacks who has the most uh, wins or something. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Highest paid quarterbacks who have the most wins. It was showing like Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. you know, Tom Brady, somebody else, somebody else, somebody else. And Dak Prescott, who is still, I think, playing on his rookie deal, had more wins than all those quarterbacks. In what time period? Well, it was like Russell Wilson had like 40 wins and Dak Prescott had like 43. How? They just went like... Because he's better. They just went like 8-8 eight and eight this year, didn't I they? Know, no, no, no. Dak Prescott's not better than Russell Wilson. But... Dak Prescott is better than all those bums you just mm. named off. There's mm-hmm. no way. Okay. But the, okay, the wait, wait. Stop, 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 stop. All right. For whoever is listening to this or whoever want, is going to listen to this episode, if you know me and you can reach out to me in any sort of way, uh, how about, let how about me know our... who is better. Yes, yes. Is Dak Prescott better than Ryan Tannehill, Philip Rivers, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Jameis Winston. Jameis freaking Winston. With LASIK surgery. Yeah, note the with LASIK surgery. And who else? I don't know. How about that, is, that, how about that jug machine that throws football? <laughs> yeah. Patriots? Oh, that's 100% yeah, better. He, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, yeah. So either, either contact either Dawson or I or go on our Twitter page. Two mm. guys, one basement. Spe- mm-hmm. Spelled just like it's... Spelled on, uh, <laughs> on, uh, yeah, two here. guys in words, the number one basement, yes, Twitter handle at TTG1B, yep, because our Twitter handle is too short, they, they had to added, at least five, yeah. they added two T's, yeah, so it's TTG1B, yeah. but, um, yeah, we'll let you guys decide who's right here, and I fully expect you guys to come out on my side. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. So, another controversial issue that, not for us, but for the MMA. Last night, UFC 248 happened, and the fight was apparently so boring. I didn't get to watch it. I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it was I didn't the, get to watch it, but I... It was the middleweight uh, title fight. Title fight. Mm-hmm. Between uh, Adesanya... Against Romero, Yoel Romero, I think it's pronounced. I, I saw the opening minutes of the first round, mm-hmm. and they both um, just danced around. The one guy stood there with his with his hands up by his face and, and stood there. He Romero, didn't he yeah. didn't move. Yeah, he didn't, Romero he stood did. there, and the other guy bounced around, and the other guy just kind of moved around. I don't follow MMA that hard and whatever. So who I do you who do you blame that fight on? What do you mean? Like who do you blame it being so boring on? The two guys from what? Well, yeah, but which which uh, fighter do you blame? Because I heard it from both sides. They were saying, "Oh, uh, Romero was the one just standing there with his arms in front of his head." 
And then Romero was like, oh yeah, well, I think his first name is is Israel or something like that. Well, yeah, don't don't message us about how we pronounce their names because <laughs> it's definitely wrong. But um, he was saying like, oh, Romero was just standing there like this, and then Romero's like, oh yeah, well, he was just dancing around. He wouldn't come close to me. Well, I think it's both of them. It's it's both of them because the other thing is the the referee can tell the judges to take a point away from somebody yeah. for being, how do they put it? Uh, timid or whatever. Or, or something. Yeah, timid and yeah. something like that. It's like, just, I don't understand why they would want to do it other than maybe a form of taunting the other guy a little bit. But I think that... I think it was just that their fighting styles didn't match up. I don't know about I think they just... I think I, they were just trying to taunt the other guy a little or something. And because I don't know. like it's it's the tight, middleweight title fight, why wouldn't you want to come out and just beat the living hell out of the other guy? Because you don't want to get the living hell beat out of you. Well, if you're good enough, you know, beat the hell out of him. But that's the thing. I think that Romero was looking at like he was staying back because uh out of Sonya, I think that's how you say his last name. He has <clears throat> long arms. He's going to well, be able to right. whack you from a ways I, away. I get that, but, but if he has a good reach why... and you're a professional UFC fighter and I'm sure you have the capabilities of dodging one of his long-arm punches, dodge the punch, take him to the ground, ground and pound, whatever his style yeah. is. Yeah, I think more than anything, it's whoever put this fight on, I think it's their fault. Well, because, it's, like, it's Dana White and... Yeah, because if you see these two and how they fight... And you have any inkling that, oh, this title fight is going to be really boring. Nobody's going to like it. It's going to come down to a decision on points. Like, well, I don't think why, anybody, would you, why would you... Well, I think, I think, the, I think the best fights are the ones that go the distance. Absolutely. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I absolutely love Conor McGregor knocking a dude out in 40 seconds. Or somebody is, knocking out Conor McGregor. I don't think or, he's been knocked out. But either way. I don't know. I think he's been submissed or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah, he out. definitely has. He's been tapped out. Like I love seeing that, but I think I like seeing a fight that goes the distance more. Yeah, but I think you need to look at the two fighting styles a little more and say, "Hey, is this going to be a good fight or not?" And obviously, you have to put a lot of it on the fighters still, but you can't you can't ignore the fact that it it probably wasn't going to be a great fight to start with. <laughs> I don't know how they schedule it, and like I said, I don't yeah. follow the UFC all that hard unless it's really unless it's Conor McGregor yeah. or somebody else because he is a the UFC is an entertainment business. Yeah, just like wrestling is, just like any sport is really. Oh yeah, I suppose. But well, did we have something else? I thought we did. Oh, I I had one thing. What's that? One thing that I had, but I didn't bother. Oh, hold on, hold on. We we forgot to talk about, uh, we won't talk about it very long, but Steph Curry came back. He was just up to Curry things. He was hitting threes from a, a ridiculous yeah. distance. The thing is, is I, um, the league is better with Steph Curry in it, mm -hmm. and I didn't even, well, for one, as I've said before, I don't have cable right now. <laughs> and I just don't really realize it. And the Warriors aren't good this year. Um, another side note, did you also say, or did you hear that Draymond Green told Charles Barkley to uh, shut up? Or, yeah, or he, or he's going to he, take like, his he can job. take his job. Yeah. 
I don't like Draymond Green. I think he's really got that don't. big mouth. Like if he doesn't like have Beverly. if he doesn't have Steph Curry or Clay Thompson playing, yeah, it's he's nothing. he's too small for his position. But he what he lacks in physicals, he makes up for in attitude. I think just like Patrick Which Beverly is a positive and a negative in both mm-hmm. sides. You wish that he had that attitude and the size of some of the bigger guys. Yeah, but. I don't know. But what was the thing you're gonna bring? I have one quick thing. Okay, what is it? Former CS. Former CS. What? <laughs> Let me finish. What? what? Former CS Go. Former CS GoPro. Sentenced to 116 years in prison for alleged fraud. CS Go. No, that's a video game, right? Right. Yes. If you think you've been having a bad day, spare a thought for the former Brazilian CS Joe CS Go Pro <laughs> player, Shane. Shay Vic- Victorio. She has been charged with fraud over an online store she ran for four years from 2013 and has been served to a 116-year prison sentence. Article says oof. Yeah, <laughs> on the <laughs> level of oof there. That was I don't a large know one. what the heck she did, but I saw it. Um, hold on. and Oh, yeah, she said she took to her Instagram to state that her ex had taken full responsibility for the crimes and that I work with my image, I do live broadcast daily, or something like that. And then... Um, I suppose it's just like she does her, like, what is it called? Streaming. Yeah. Yeah. But then another twist, this was in Brazil. Brazilian law also states that no one person can serve more than 30 years in prison regardless of the sentence or the crime. So even if her appeals do fail, which honestly seems fairly unlikely at this point... She would only be in prison for a maximum of 30 years. You can only be in prison for 30 years in Brazil. In Brazil, I guess. I'm going to go commit some crimes in Brazil. I don't think you want to. Because <laughs> I'm going to assume Bra- Brazilian prisons are rough. <laughs> yeah, I've seen yeah. the documentary of uh, Inside of the World's Toughest Prisons or something. Yeah. But I just had to add that because I was like 116 years and she's a video game player. Hmm. Like It's like hearing about those kids that get arrested by the cops on video um, the other day, a kid gets arrested by the cops because he threatened to shoot up his school. Understandable. Um, um, yeah. yeah. And then his mom was freaking out, and he's just a boy, and I was like, well, I he see it both that. ways, <laughs> but it's like, I yeah. don't know, that's not... Well, that's well that, just, that just adds on, we should start keeping track of all of the pro sports players that go to jail in the time of this podcast. Ooh. We have Greg Robinson <laughs> and this CSGO chick. <laughs> One thing funny from a long time ago, I uh, tweeted to Darren Sharper, mm-hmm. who played for the Vikings and the Saints. And I don't know if he played for somebody okay. else, but he played for the Vikings. Oh, and the Packers. Okay. And I said, oh, you're one of my all-time favorite Vikings. Yeah. And uh, he replied back. No way. And he said, oh, thanks, man. Hmm. Now he is serving a very long prison sentence for rape. Oh, so <laughs> you you might want to delete that yeah. tweet. <laughs> that was from that. I'm just, I think that was from one of my first accounts where my very first tweet ever was petting my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't I, get I didn't. Twitter until recently. <laughs> so glad I didn't exactly know how uh, uh, Twitter worked. Yeah. And if you didn't have a profile picture, it was the little egg. Yeah. Yeah. You wanna you wanna shout out your Twitter? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. What is what is my Twitter handle? I don't know. Oh, I think it's Twitter uh, handle dpeterson2324. That's my go. Twitter handle. What's yours? Go. Trash be treasure, right? 
No. I don't know. Is that not what I, it is? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> That's not I, what I, it is. I, I ain't even going to look it up either. No. But yeah, go All follow right. our Twitter. TTG1B and yeah. D. Peterson, whatever the hell two, he three, said. 2324. And two. look up Cody on Twitter <laughs> somewhere. I don't know where he uh, is. <laughs> but, yeah, the important one, though, TTG1B. 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 I'm directing it from my mind into yours. Hit that follow button. Click the link to subscribe. There's no link. Just <laughs> I was thinking the other day, I think if we... Invested in T-shirts, mm-hmm. people would buy them. That's possible. Yeah. Two guys, one basement. As a matter of fact, we could have our producer make our T-shirts. You think so? Yeah. I Let's don't. ask him. Hey, Brad. Brad. No. Come in here. Come in here. Hey, what do you think of T-shirts? You want to make some T-shirts? You don't know how? Well, what are we paying you for? What are we paying you for? Get over Get out. No, get out. You're not allowed in the room anymore. Jeez. No, I don't want anything. God. We'll yeah, s- we're not going to have t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week.